Welcome to the Small Business Wake-Up Call, the twice-weekly podcast that will open your eyes to the kinds of insights you can use to better run your business. Come have your morning Joe with hosts Lonnie Shambi and Stan Simpkins, who have the right recipes and ingredients to easily help you cook up a storm for even your toughest competitor. No lectures, no wasting your time telling you how smart they are, and no bullshit. The Small Business Wake-Up Call is going to make you think, laugh, and help you recognize how much money you've been leaving on the table with advice that'll help you improve your quality of life. Lonnie and Stan are small business veterans who will share their individual war stories and experiences, not only from their own businesses, but also from guiding hundreds of other small business owners in over 100 industries. Head on over to sbvirtualroundtables.com where you can connect with Lonnie and Stan and save yourself some headaches. Grab that second cup of joe, or maybe something a bit stronger, and let's see what's on the menu for today. Welcome to the Small Business Wake-Up Call, and here are your hosts, with cups in hand, Lonnie Shambi and Stan Simpkins. Good morning, I'm Lonnie Shambi, and welcome to all you listeners out there and my partner and good friend, Stan Simpkins. Today we're going to break the rules, or at least one important one. Today we're going to talk not only about that you're allowed to have fun in business, we're going to show you how you can make that happen continuously without losing focus on growing that business. Let's start with a quote from Dale Carnegie. People rarely succeed unless they have fun in what they're doing. A few years back, there was an article in Sports Illustrated about football coach, the late John Gagliardi, who coached little Division Three St. John's College in Minnesota, and also happened to be the winningest college football coach in NCAA history. Still, he won almost 500 games. At the time, I was taken by the phrase in the article, his teams have more fun than any team in the country. Interesting. They could say, of course they have fun because they always win. But that isn't it. They win because they have fun. We've often used the same term in business that are used in sports. Okay, when we describe what is necessary to succeed, intensity, passion, the will to win, yet what may be the missing critical emotion, fun. Well, we have a lot of fun. Hey, Lonnie, I hate when I double dip at the appetizer bar, but I got to double dip on this war story for you because we told a little before, but a lot of swing to it. So you remember the law firm I mentioned in the previous podcast, it was a collection firm, and they used to bring out the balloons on a board, and in the balloons was either a dollar bill or a $10 bill or a, a lotto card or something of minimal value, but it was the idea that counts, as they say. And I remember asking the client, oh, is that like a motivational tool? She says, no, no, that's nothing to do with it. It's not even a reward. I said, well, why do you do it? She says, because it's fun. If you think about the stress, imagine you being a collection agent, getting hollered at, cursed at, God knows what they say to you on the phone if you're a debtor. It's nice to break the day up just once in a while, just for a few minutes, and everybody kind of gets a laugh and they move on. Believe it or not, it's great therapy. So that's a good example of having fun. And let's face it, what job isn't stressful, especially if you care about your job? doesn't mean getting hollered at. Sometimes it's just really wanting to satisfy the client and get that smile on their face. It's no question. Business can be very serious stuff. And often a small business owner has a lot of risk personally, and they feel responsible personally for the livelihoods of employees and have deep concern that the customers are really being served effectively. But at the end of the day, if it isn't fun, even for the small business owner and the employees, and yes, even the customers, then the chances of success are really kind of limited. 
And in sports, and you know this, Larry, as coaches, you have a choice as to the way you approach your practices and dealing with the players and managing the game. And players respond in kind, of course. You mentioned Coach Gagliotti. Well, simply he made it fun to play, and the response was winning. That's it. In small business, owners have a choice as to the way they manage their business, deal with their employees and with customers. Keep a light hand at the tiller is probably the most important thing they can pick up. This doesn't mean you have to be a stand-up comic as the owner, but it does mean that laughter and fun can be as much a part of the business as deadlines and deliverables. Find ways to bring and keep levity in the business. T-shirts, funny hats, other types of physical signs that say, we're enjoying what we do. Make the environment, even with the stress that companies invariably go through, not only bearable, but actually a fun place to be. A great example of a small business, now quite a large business, that had fun right out of the chute is Southwest Airlines. The late Herb Kelleher was their founder and was never afraid to step out of character as CEO and both make fun of himself and keep a light hand when it came to employees and customers. And if you ever watched any of their commercials over time, that sense of fun was conveyed there. And with Herb, that wasn't an act. He was just a big kid at heart. I had the privilege of getting to know him over several years when I was working and living in Dallas and constantly flying. Southwest at the time was a regional airline. And to get to New York, he had to fly American, my airline of choice in those days. And along the way, we ended up sitting beside one another periodically. And he would regale me with tales of doing everything he could think of to get guffaws out of his employees at his expense. Make no mistake, he was a deadly serious numbers guy. But when it came to his people, he wanted them to feel they could laugh on the job and still perform well. He not only dressed up as Santa every year, but went around to various orphanages and senior living facilities, bringing gifts, his sense of humor, and a great laugh that was unbelievable. And that doesn't mean that either St. John's or Southwest didn't take things seriously. It's just that they kept it in perspective and found ways to make it fun. In short, they succeeded because they had fun, not the other way around. Yeah, and so I asked you this question. Do you have fun in your organization? And while there's no crying in baseball, perhaps, there can be laughter in business. As the leader of your company, you set the pace for that. You can make both enjoyable and fun to come to work for your employees and enjoyable and fun for your customers to do business with you. Meetings don't have to take the form of, of a forced march, but could provide great <laughs> give and take where work gets done and done with a smile. And here's what entrepreneur Richard Branson, Virgin Airlines, has to say. He says, experiment in your workplace, get creative, laugh out loud, and encourage everyone to have some fun. You don't have to be Zappos, Google, Facebook, or Virgin to build fun in your culture. You know, well-placed humor in an office environment puts others at ease. It raises the energy levels, encourages innovation, and undoubtedly, it improves productivity for sure. Well, for example, every company I ever ran, even most I advise today, I used what I called salesgrams. This was a lighthearted way to celebrate major sales. Someone, a different person every quarter, was responsible for spreading the news, both locally and to any employees who were remote. Locally, the person responsible would have to find a novel way to broadcast sales wins in the office. The louder, the better. We had everything from gongs to foghorns to my personal favorite, 
a real siren. Not only did it enable everyone to know we just closed a big sale, but it invariably caused everyone who heard it to break out into laughter because it was funny, actual fun in business. Fun is celebrating your company's small victories. Choosing to become a small business owner means you believed in yourself and your business concept enough to risk the security of a regular job and a regular paycheck. It gave you the opportunity to live life on the fault line as the business got launched, ultimately began to generate revenue, and maybe even some positive cash flow. Every major step forward was a small victory to be celebrated. You know the ones, like your first customer, your first good review by some industry press, your first major contract. Did you allow yourself to celebrate them? If you did, wasn't that fun? Yeah, and Lonnie, you always call me a bean counter, so I guess I have to bring some math here. I hear tell that four singles in a row gets you a home run. Is that still true? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, I thought it did. Well, no. if a so, single is a small victory, I'd say celebrate small victories. Leave the sports to this side of the table. <laughs> you count well, the numbers. <laughs> I was trying to get your attention there, Lonnie, before you fall asleep. <laughs> if they were, a single was a small victory, I would then make the statement, small victories are what it takes to succeed and drive success. And as you know, everybody wants a big home run, but maybe a single would be just fine, especially with three on bases, okay? Exactly, exactly. Part of the fun of small business is to celebrate those small victories. Think about it. When's the last time you guys and gals were celebrating? Ask yourself, when was the last victory celebration within your company? And if you can't think of it, well, you're onto something here. Sure, we'd all love to have a big earth-shaking victory like the home run that I mentioned, that win of a huge proposal over a dozen, half a dozen other competitors or that industry recognition award that puts you in the elite category in your sector. But by and large, it's that small contract win, that customer endorsement or that new customer count that helps your company to have grown year in, year out. That's where the real fun is, but there's more. This is the one of the most important ways to promote a positive, fun corporate culture. And Lonnie mentions culture a lot. And it's embedded in the tenets of employee engagement. Employees need and deserve constant recognition for their hard work in order to want to continue working for your company. Yeah, everyone needs those strokes, but even the customers. And the important thing is what people miss is it's getting people all together really is a big deal. Plan ways to get the team outside the office work environment for an evening of celebration and fun. And maybe there's nothing even to celebrate. Maybe it's just to do it. And whether it's a karaoke bar, a night at the ballpark, or a trip to some theme restaurant, it's sure to be a memory-filled evening. And that outside fun trickles back into the office vibe because the team is bonding and solidifying relationships. And make sure you as the owner are right in the middle of things. Employees need to know you're human and you can have fun and even be the butt of the joke. And there's more. After this brief message, Stan will talk about one of them. As a small business owner, you face many challenges. You're not alone. What can be even more stressful is not having someone to talk to who doesn't have their own agenda. What if you could talk in depth and confidentially to other small business owners like you on a periodic basis, folks facing the same challenges or who have solved the same problems. The Small Business Virtual Roundtables is the answer for you. Small Business Virtual Roundtables are held monthly for 90 minutes 
Membership in each roundtable is limited to 15 people, providing ample time for each member to have their issue addressed by their fellow members. These peer advisory groups are formed to avoid competitive concerns while taking into consideration company size and characteristics that closely match your own business. Need more attention? There is a complimentary 30-minute one-on-one session with the facilitators during the month to seek additional feedback. Monthly membership fees to the Small Business Virtual Roundtables are less than the cost of an hour with your attorney, and this is all done without ever leaving your office or home. Just the time savings of avoiding needless driving is worth the cost. New groups of the Small Business Virtual Roundtables are now being formed on a first-come, first-served basis. Ready to sign up? Head to sbvirtualroundtables.com to receive a complimentary invitation to attend up to three meetings. Again, that's sbvirtualroundtables.com. With Small Business Virtual Roundtables, there's no need to go it alone. And now, back to Lonnie and Stan. As Lonnie said, humor and having fun is part of being human. What better way to be human than to be kind? And humor, when done right, can be a form of kindness. Just like we learned in kindergarten, be kind. That's right. Fun is a better sense of team and cooperation. just builds it when they're having fun together. There are a myriad of ways you can make the business more fun. Most of them have at their foundation, basically, a better sense of team and cooperation and a reduction or the banishment of the bullshit in the daily operations, that routine stuff. We organize some office challenges, maybe a great way to engage employees with a fun culture is to organize challenges within the office. I don't know, what's that, Lonnie? How many pencils can you carry in one hand? I don't know. <laughs> okay, this can pertain to the work itself, meaning create some sort of friendly competition surrounding an initiative, or it can pertain to non-work-related challenges that the team participates in together. And I know you have one, Lonnie, you want to think about. A great way to engage employees through your culture is to organize those challenges. This can pertain to the work itself, meaning create some sort of friendly competition surrounding an initiative that you're working on, or it can pertain to non-work-related challenges that the team participates in together. For example, GSOF, a Canadian software company that provides administrative software, each employee is gifted with a Fitbit as part of their onboarding welcoming, and they compete in a challenge called Fit League to see who could reach the highest number of steps over a period of time in their first 90 days as part of their engagement early. It's important that fun is really employee-centric. From your first employee, each and every one should be feeling respected and valued and challenged to grow and, and having fun while doing it. Too many small business owners are short-sighted when it comes to their employees. And then that's just an expense, but the folks who make dreams a fun reality, you can't do it alone. From the engineer who designs a product to the assembly worker who puts it together to the shipping clerk who packages it and ships it out. They're all important and they should feel that way. Get to know them. Create an environment where they also get to know you. Maybe the social functions for them to interact with you and other team members. In fact, Lonnie, you'll love this one. This is a really tr- as true as I can make, okay? So we had a young lady in this area and she's all around and she was known as Sadie the Bag Lady. Now, she was actually a trained actor, believe it or not, actress. And she would dress up and kind of look like, the only way I can give you an image of her is picture whoever you think a bag lady looks like, who looks like a gypsy with a very bad- Bad makeup job. Makeup job. Like, it's really, <laughs> just, <laughs> even I could put lipstick on better than she did. <laughs> well, she would show up to the site during work hours. Not that it wasn't like a party, during work hours. 
And she'd go around and she somehow magically knew the names of most of the people she approached, which means she was prepped, obviously. And they actually thought that she had walked in off the street. And within a few people, of course, they kind of guessed it was a joke. But she would actually you know, engage some kind of, if you ever remember the comedian Don Rickles in the kind of roasting style he had with people, he would kind of roast them. Like I said, it didn't take long, but it just broke up the day. And for the hundred bucks or something that the client paid for the 20 minutes or so she was there, it was well worth it. Really great stuff. Here's the thing up to this point. Ask yourself questions in the things that we've now talked about. How many of these situations have you encountered and have you leveraged to fun? What we're trying to do is get you to think about this. Because if you don't acknowledge and celebrate employees' small victories, or maybe you never even have, you should think about it as part of bringing fun into the company. It provides the opportunity to recognize what individual or team achievement means to the company's success. And maybe it's the first sale by your newest account rep, the first defect-free delivery month for your new production guy, or your development team delivering the new release on time and bug-free. Yikes. Well, maybe that's not such a small victory, (laughs) knowing some of the companies I've run in the past. Smiles on their faces will tell you how much fun they are having. And this may sound stupid, but even on a periodic basis, encourage eating lunch as a team, like you do in high school. It's so easy to spend all day at your desk staring at your screen. But if in an office environment, it's stressful, and all employees do is work day in and day out without even a pleasant reprieve, they risk, they really do become disengaged in many cases. And as humans, we need socialization. It's what breaks up the day and makes work fun. And ensure that as often as possible, you and your employees eat lunch together as a team, and Lonnie, you and I know, we rarely see that. Everybody's doing their thing, especially they're on their phones. You know, it's important for our minds to take a break. That's a great way to get to know your team and for them to see you as more than a boss. Get out of the office. This is not like you have to announce this two weeks ahead of time. No. No, in fact, quite the opposite. Say, today we're going to go out to lunch. And as you may remember in school, we oftentimes have field trips. Well, it may sound crazy, but getting out of the office during the workday could be a good thing. Like I said, the field trips from school. Now, how excited it was to leave a school for just a few hours, didn't it make you appreciate your teachers so much more? So I don't know that I could tell you what would work for you, but I bet you if you bought into this concept, and it wasn't an everyday occurrence, it might be once a quarter for you, know, and it might even be random, but it's something to think. The point is, break up the monotony. The fun isn't for the fun's sake. It's to break up monotony. It's a win-win all around. Let's face it, work isn't a prison. Organize some off-site events. Be it drinks after work, or it's a nearby restaurant, or just maybe professional development initiative. By the way, don't forget nap time. Like don't forget nap time. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring that up. <laughs> That's something we always think about. <laughs> At least maybe you. <laughs> anyway, this kind of thing really helps engage your employees. And engaged employees are more productive. Having a great company culture is what makes employees want to show up to work every day and put in their best. It keeps them enthusiastic about their job and appreciative of all that you do to ensure the workplace environment is enjoyable. And celebrating company victories is one of the most important ways to promote a positive, fun company culture. And it's embedded in the tenets of employee engagement. Employees need and deserve constant recognition for their hard work 
in order to want to continue to work, working hard for your company. If I can interject, Lon, you know, it's important also when giving praise, be as specific as possible. Don't just say, hey, good job, unless it's quite obvious what it was. But the more you can be specific, the more it doesn't sound like it's off the cuff and not sincere. And it's really appreciated. And this also helps attract new talent. And when an employee loves where they work, they naturally become company ambassadors. And they help to organically promote your company, helping to attract new talent and promote the enterprise from inside out. And here's one that really is overlooked. And I'm sure the owners listening to this will appreciate it. And anyone who's not an owner, think about this if you want to get some points. They say it's lonely at the top. Well, owners deserve recognition too. And they say it's boss is no different than employees because even though they never are perfect for sure, they're human. And I'm not talking about sucking up or anything. I mean, just giving credit where credit is due and showing appreciation. For example, you might get praise from an employer or a boss and why not say, hey, thanks, recognize me. Yeah. Appreciate it because you or whatever and say what it's about. Give it back and, and in a sincere manner. People will not be mad because you said that. They'll understand the sincerity. Not only will they do that, all of a sudden, now it becomes appreciative because it's going both ways. And that's great for the relationship. Absolutely. And fun is also celebrating your customer's success. And fun can also help you to solidify the bond between you and your customers and your employees and your customers by recognizing some of their achievements, whether or not it had any part of them, in fact. Like one of the customer's 100th year in business. Or the CEO who of one of the customers who's getting a big Chamber of Commerce award. It's easy to find them. Just look through the magazines, newspapers for the week in your local area, and you'll see all the announcements. What a perfect way. And you see your client there. You'd be a fool not to jump on that. Or the CEO of one of your customers getting a big Chamber of Commerce award. Or one of the customers being able to reduce their product costs do the part you made for them more cost effectively. And none of it has to be a big deal. People, no matter who or where, they want to be recognized for their efforts. Celebrating small victories does that. It really does. And whether it's a pizza, lunch, a plaque, flowers, a donation to one of their favorite charities, no matter what, recognize them, both of small victories and those responsible, both inside your company and with your customers. And they'll pay huge dividends towards your success. So why don't you recap, Lonnie? Have you had fun getting involved with your community? Whether it's a local charity event you choose to be involved in, be part of your community. With Christmas having just passed, it reminded me of several different times where a company I was running or advising got involved in various gift-giving situations with local orphanages or church groups, and everybody got involved, from one group doing the buying, another doing the wrapping, most all of us delivering the presents. I even played Santa a couple of times. Somebody said I was typecast without the white beard, and then see, Stan's got the white beard, so there we go. Think about something like that, but you don't have to limit it to just holidays. It can be an all-year-round series of events. Stan, why don't you recap? I'd like to. We have actually a couple minutes. Remind me of a story where I was a volunteer with a bunch of other people I know who are lawyers at council. We went down to the food bank and we all volunteered our time. It was interesting because somebody started making jokes. Before you know, within 20 minutes, the place was filled with laughter and we spent the next three hours doing labor we probably weren't physically suited for. <laughs> and it was fun. It, the time went really fast. Absolutely. You know, it's amazing. Well, today we talked about something that not enough small business owners think about, having fun in and with the business. And hopefully we got you thinking. That's our goal, top of mind awareness. 
And I hope you'll take what we said and start to see if the shoe fits where it maybe could do some things. Some key points to take away from this episode is that fun takes on many aspects. You could celebrate company victories, create a sense of teamwork and cooperation, become employee-centric, celebrate the customer's successes, and become more involved, as I just exampled, in your community. Lonnie, how about you? Well, no matter what you do and how you do it, fun is underrated and not often considered as part of a culture you build. Think again. A smile, a laugh, a light touch can be things that make long hours driving toward a deadline or a tough contract negotiation with a customer worth it. Make fun a fundamental part of how you run your business. And remember this, without fun, business sucks, okay? Which I stole from GSoft, because it is. Work without fun sucks. Stan and I sincerely thank you for spending your valuable time with us, and we invite you to share your war stories, ask questions, even request an invitation to be a guest at one of our virtual roundtables. Your feedback has been wonderful so far, and it seems like we're on the mark about issues of concern to you. But don't let us stop you there. If you've got something you think we ought to attack, please tell us. And come take a test drive and see where it can take you and your business. Check us out at sbvirtualroundtables.com. In fact, we allow you three complimentary visits as our guests so you can be confident it's a mutual fit before you have to pay anything. We can promise you'll feel like one of the family sooner than you might expect. From Stan and I, have a great day. And send those messages to info at sbvirtualroundtables.com. Take care. You've been listening to the Small Business Wake Up Call, the podcast providing eye-opening insights and perhaps a caffeine high to better run your business. Delivered in Stan Simpkins and Lonnie Shambi's own unique style. Head on over to sbvirtualroundtables.com where you can connect with Lonnie and Stan, subscribe to the show, find more resources, and check out their monthly 90-minute virtual roundtables. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Wake-Up Call. Wake Up Call.